Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me, as always, the co-ghost with the co-most, Alicia Tobin. (laughs) I haven't done it yet, but I'm really excited about the prospect of in the future watching a documentary about the Bee Gees. And I just keep talking about it and being like, oh yeah, I gotta watch that Bee Gees documentary. It's like in my mind, like get your chest hair ready for that documentary. My crazy cool medallions. Um I'm very excited. We have a returning guest. She is a professional guest star. That's right. Uh, she's a party clown. She is a potato sauce demon. <laughs> it is Sonera Geisler. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm guilty of all of those things and convicted for them, and I've done hard time. Mm. Wow. And have you been rehabilitated? <laughs> I mean, fingers crossed. Have you learned <laughs> you your mean, lesson? Because no, you're lying. You mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see fingers crossed behind potato your back. sauce demon, party clown, <laughs> professional super guest. <laughs> You're just a, a fucking rainbow. I know that the podcast is not a visual medium, but I feel like our listeners just need to know how colorful and how many patterns and like the beautiful accessories and makeup you have on right now. It's just filling my uh, soul Goals. bar to like bursting okay. if this was like some sort of weird video game. That's good. At the very least, I wanted to look entertaining. <laughs> so I feel like yeah. I've, that's a huge achievement. Yeah, right you don't even have to say anything. Are you going into the office at all, Sonera? Um, good question. We we keep talking about a one day a week return, but then yeah. every time that happens, someone has a COVID exposure or a weird thing happens in the building that makes that seem not possible. So it's a really small office. I've yeah. been potentially returning to the office for like six months. Okay. But maybe maybe I will one day. The funny news story about the office is that they installed an intercom, but they installed it super low to the ground. So everyone (laughs) who wants to get in the building now has to like do a weird lunge or crouch down and talk into I don't know why this is happening. Um hobbits have taken over the the lease and are managing the building. And they just and they put in a special hobbit door and intercom and that's what people have to use now. So many cakes and snacks. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, it'll be perfect height for me. I love this. <laughs> yeah, you will love this intercom. It'll be like exactly at mouth level for you. Yeah, I I would I would love it. I feel like there's a lot of things that I can just cannot participate with, like peepholes. Like, no, can't look through oh, a peephole yeah. too high. That's I can stand on my tiptoes and look through, but then it's like even more stressful. Yeah. If you have to drag a step stool to the people, whoever's outside definitely knows that yeah. you're <laughs> for sure. And they can hear my heavy breathing and grunting. Yeah. yeah. You being like, I hate this step stool. Yeah. This better be good. <laughs> my peepholes also weird. I feel like it's I live in an old building, obviously, but I feel like the only time I ever actually look at my peephole is if I hear a weird sound or if I'm high. And the glass on my peephole is like not clear. There's some sort of like if you're looking through a uh, 
Oh, it's like funhouse style. Yeah. Well, it's like if you're looking at a gem and you're like, oh, it's partially cloudy. That's sort of what the peephole is like. It's not a clear image. Like there's sort of like a brown. Does it tell the future? Well, that's the thing. I'm like, depending on how high is it I am, brown? Does it tell the future? <laughs> the future. I'm like rules. be feeling emotionally brown in the future for sure. But it's like if I'm really high, I can make that little smudge into something, you know, like I can be like, there's a goblin out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a sh- always a shapeshifter in my mind. Mm-hmm. The amount of times I, I think that my own eyelash is like something <laughs> coming from my face is a oh. bit is a bit bad, I think. Just like mm. what it says about me psychologically and my the price to pay for having amazing makeup, though. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. Just I, being haunted. I did have to. I will just just for a little behind the scenes. Uh, I did have to fix my eyebrows because I looked in the mirror earlier and I'd like had a bunch of Zoom meetings today and I like grabbed my darkest eyebrow gel and was just like, well, we'll take it a bit subtle today. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like. These look ready to go into cocoons. <laughs> like, I don't, like I don't know why. Uh, this is what I did and didn't notice until just now. But let's. Yeah. So next time you see me, there'll be beautiful butterflies just oh. on my face above my eyes. So, you know. Yeah. So. That's how you know it's uh, springtime. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyebrows have uh, emerged from their cocoon. Yeah. They've turned into goo in a little case. And then oh, yeah. They've liquefied. Come. They've DNA, liquefied. Goo DNA. My favorite DNA mm-hmm. <laughs> is goo. It's amazing when things can liquefy and then come out with wings. Like how many people can say that they can do that? Yeah. I'm going to try. No people. I'm going to try. <laughs> Great zero. point, Alicia. <laughs> exactly zero people. So far. Yeah. I uh, was where I did my makeup nicely the other day. Normal pre-mask makeup with the exception of now I wear one of those mascaras. that's actually tubes. So theoretically, it's not supposed to like melt off your face when it gets sweaty. Tubes? And I, what do you mean? I love those tubes. So fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, wait, it's a, it goes on like a liquid, but it, it seals like a tube around your eyelashes. So to get them off, you have to use just warm water and they pull off like little tubes. And oh. it, I'm just using a Clinique one that the it was as far as I was willing to go uh, a year in to the pandemic of not wearing mascara to shoppers. And I bought it there and I like it very much. But I'm sure a waterproof mascara would have been a better choice. However, I'm happy but I did my eyebrows with my eyebrow gel, which I very rarely do now. And I was feeling pretty, pretty. Like, you know, when you feel pretty. Mm-hmm. And when I got home from running errands, I had like just a brown shadow that I like, <laughs> <moved>. <laughs> between here and like up on my forehead. So it was cool. That That's contour. Good. That's contour. Yeah. You know, brows are fucking cool. Yeah, like reverse contour. <laughs> yeah. Just making yourself look like more of a sphere. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's I mean, I guess that's still contouring. It's like just making yourself look like a shape. Yeah. Honestly, my like foundation inspiration is the literal moon. Mm-hmm. That's what I yeah. try to look like. She's gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. And maybe has cheese oh. in it. Like it's also a way to maybe Same. bring cheese to me. Yeah. And like maybe in a world in in a world <laughs> where <laughs> Uh, cheese is on the moon maybe for some reason that's from like moon cows and so like I'm not lactose intolerant to moon cheese that is a great point okay so yesterday full disclosure for our listeners yesterday was 420 and I just so happened to get a little bit high but one of the things I googled last night was what is the moon's name oh and 
I'm sure there's lots of different yeah, names. Yeah, Artemis. Yeah. Like, there's many, like, like, like Luna. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, those are all things where I'm like, well, that's Bobbert. just... The, <laughs> that's just the word for Broline. moon in, in different languages. <laughs> I call her Broline. <laughs> I got and I, it. She's gorgeous. It's just funny to me because I was watching Star Trek, of course, and they were talking about Earth and they referred to it as the Earth's moon. And I was like, it's got to have a better name than that in the year 3190. Come on. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, each moon does have an individual mm-hmm. name, but I guess the Earth's moon, like, yeah, we don't, we just call it moon because we are egotistical we saw and we it. think it's the only one. Yeah. Moon. I'm egotistical, um, but I that sent me down this amazing Wikipedia rabbit hole where I discovered these drawings from a book from like the early eight, like from like 1825 or something of all the constellations. And I didn't realize how many constellations there are. And how many look like butts? <laughs> well, like also so many of them are just like four stars. They would just pretend it doesn't look like a butt by giving it like a different, more eloquent name yeah they're elegant like name. the two spheres um <laughs> but like there's Peaches. so many that are just like four stars in like the shape of a square and it's like who looked at that and they were like ah the scepter or something it's like what like i guess there wasn't tv so that's what yeah. you did is you and told not stories a lot of about the stars. people could draw so no but it just my whole life you know things like Pisces and Virgo and Sagittarius those words don't seem weird to us because we've just been you know hearing them our whole lives but in a totally western centric mindset I didn't realize that there's a whole set of other constellations in the southern hemisphere that we never hear getting talked about and we also never see and so I discovered some like when you're very high and all of a sudden you're just like, what the fuck is this? And you don't understand the oldie timey drawing that's trying to like describe what it is. So I discovered something very, very weird. I'll try and share it with you so you can see. Sorry, I know I'm getting us way off track. I keep waiting for you to talk about moon moons, which are my favorite thing. What are they? Like when the moon has a moon, it's called a moon moon. Oh, isn't that that's cute? So sweet. Yeah. I discovered this. Uh, oh wow which i had never seen before it looks like a pig seal that's one of the first photos of me ever taken actually <laughs> you're gorgeous. gorgeous and i wasn't yeah. I so beautiful as I a child i love the contouring you're doing you've got like a beautiful purple shadow that goes halfway down your back <laughs> this is incredible yeah i love i do love this it's amazing and it's from this book that i all the tabs you have open yeah i've got a lot of tabs i like that it also captured that when i was born i played the harp yeah you're so talented but anyway this book seems really cool it's called uh urania's mirror it's from 1824 but what is really cool which i didn't realize about it is that all the constellations all the stars have little holes in them so you could hold up the pages of the drawings to light oh, so you could see what cute. the shapes of the constellations would look that's like. That's so beautiful. Look this is the original light bright. Yeah. Oh. The old timey light bright. Anyway, I promise I won't tell you about all the other uh, Wikipedia rabbit holes I fell down. I was going to ask you both if, if you celebrated 420 and like wish you a happy 420 to, to all who celebrate. So I don't like officially celebrate but i just happened to have a headache so i ate some weed to get rid of it and then watched a movie so one of my neighbors was zooted and tried to come into my apartment oh no oh, by accident <laughs> yeah 
Oh, shit. That's that's scary and embarrassing for them. Yeah. There was the like sort of the trying of the key in the lock and the sort of pausing and the trying again. Oh, no. And at first I thought it was Don because he had like gone out uh, for a bit on a walk or whatever. And I texted to be like, hey, are you home? Is there trouble with your key? He's like, no, I'm out. So I was like, okay. He's like, no, I'm celebrating. <laughs> you grabbed your uh, peephole stool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I dragged my peephole stool <laughs> to the this door. This better be good. <laughs> and I started playing my trumpet, but softly. <laughs> yeah, and your harp. At the same time, you're so talented. I just was like, this was a moment for ska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never heard the t- term zooted before, but it's perfect. Oh, yeah. I love, yeah, zooted. Yeah, I feel like it's really cute. Yeah, yeah, someone was zooted. I also was a bit zooted and I was doing my favorite activity, which is watching three hours of Dr. Pimple Popper. So oh, was, wow. <laughs> how can you sit through three hours? I got to say there was a point where my mouth started to feel weird. And I was oh. like, I got to stop this. Yeah, Someone just had like a particularly gnarly age spot that I honestly thought it was amazing. Like, I feel like if I had it, I would just put makeup on it. But it okay. like to emphasize it, but it looked like an external brain coming out of her head okay and the, i see and the, the way, appeal and the way that they removed it was like with a tool where they just sort of like no. like flaked it off and okay. that that got a bit gnarly that got a bit yeah. gnarly i was like oh wow okay like i i feel like they're grading a brain and i can't that's yeah. upsetting that's, that's upsetting body horror for sure yeah that wasn't the three hour video no no no, no. that was the straw that broke the camel's zit yeah like so i'm a i'm a I'm a picker. Like I really oh, yeah. have to, I have to really like basically go to sleep with like straight jacket gloves on so that I don't claw my face at night. So I think those videos for me, like scratch that itch mm. to like help me <laughs> control my <laughs> own, like they pop. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Like I get, I get the slightest like appearance of a pimple and I like create a bullet hole. Like I, oh, I yeah. really, and you've got, yeah. Oh, yeah. you always have quite sharp nails too. You have beautiful nails. Yeah, it's because I, I, I'm a professional digger, just like a hand digger. So there's so many a hand digger. You have so many credits on your long resume. Like a mole person. Wow. I can't believe I just come on the show and treat it like a CV. How rude of me. <laughs> no, that's what the show's all about. I hope you brought a dump truck to catch all these names and credits I'm dropping. Yeah. <laughs> My now, arms are I don't full. Know, Jessica, if you've ever watched any of them, but I've watched a few, but I find that like they're a little bit addictive. Like, I find myself thinking about them days afterwards. Like, there's, like, Blackhead that's 25 years old. Those dilated pores of Weiner. That's what they're called. I know what they're called. And, like, because that's, like, when that comes up, I'm like, oh, boy. It's a pour, <laughs> it's a, it's a pour of Weiner. That's my wine time. Like, that's oh, my man. that's yeah. my wine culture, actually, is pour it's of very wine. specific. You're a sommelier of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a sommelier of Blackheads. Uh, don't be jealous. So. I have to say that watching those videos made me go out and buy, like, a Blackhead remover tool. And oh, they, yeah, they're and amazing. As, oh, yeah, maybe for you. The only time I used it, it just put a hole in my face. Like, oh, no. And yeah, then I threw it in the garbage. You said you got, like, the wrong kind or, like... I think also, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why did I do that? Just, like, mm-hmm. go get a facial. But I was convinced by watching, like, 17 videos that I could figure it out. But mm-hmm. I was incorrect. And I knew not to buy it. I knew that it would... I would somehow create a scar. My whole thing is just like, I won't allow myself to look in a mirror closer than like two feet away. (laughs) Cause I'm like, if I get close, I'll start seeing all the tiny little flaws and details. But I'm like, if we keep this at a distance, I'll be like, 
looking pretty good. Like, no complaints here. My friend, or Hannah gave me some of those, like, hydrocolloid zit patches. Oh, the little, like, stars or whatever? Yeah. yeah, and honestly, those were amazing. And so I have to, they are, they only sell them, the brand that she buys, you have to buy online because it's Korean, I think. Mm, okay. But honestly, I was amazed. Like, I did have the makings of a zit, and I absolutely would have turned it into, like, a body horror sculpture immediately. <laughs> but but I put that, popped that guy on. And then the next day there was like nothing there. Amazing. It eats your zit. <laughs> it eats your zit. The little goblin that comes in the night. It's a little, it's a little zit vacuum. Like That's I could Interesting. Yeah. yeah it's like a Dyson for zits. But it like mm. beams it to another dimension and then someone gets even more oh. acne and they're just yeah. like, oh, the moon's my moon. life. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's like chaos theory where it's like acne can never be destroyed? It can yeah. just be yeah. passed it's on to somebody transferred. else. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Okay. It's like a curse. That's fair. For I sure. wish I could. I wish I could like harness that power and yeah. And like give, use it. Yeah. Know, like give acne to all our enemies. Billionaires. <laughs> At <laughs> least buttony. Backney oh. too. Yeah. 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 All That's the probably one of the worst. Acne on the butt is because you're sitting like it's just that's a rough place for it. I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. How are you ever supposed to like get on top of that? <laughs> <laughs> True. I don't. I don't know how to transition us out of this. Yeah, let's. I just have. I have some retail dreams to hard, share. Hard Amazing. cut to retail hard dreams. Yeah, nightmares. you go for it, Sonera. Okay, so I recently moved. Um, I got into a co-op. So after, you know, I'm a, I'm a real lucky asshole. So after about, I don't know, nearly a decade of applying to co-ops and having to like remember to refresh my applications every however many years, like you kind of need to keep a, like intricate spreadsheets mm-hmm. if you are applying to co-ops. Our time came up and it was like we did an interview. It's very... um. It was like more stressful to me than a job interview, to be honest. Super stressful. It's your life. <laughs> yeah. And we got in and one of the questions they asked, I think, was, was, was there anyone you wouldn't want to be neighbors with? And like in the moment, I didn't understand that that was like just to make sure you're not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's okay. an, like it's an <laughs> opportunity for someone to tell on themselves and be like, not the Dutch or something or yeah. whatever, okay, right? But still the Dutch. But, and so, yeah. And so I was like, um, known murderers. Like I didn't know how to answer. <laughs> the like I gave this very weird. I was like, my estranged father, this name, like, does he live there? I don't want to move in <laughs> if he's secretly there. But I guess I answered correctly because it's like if someone is just like, I don't want to live by children. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. That's the wrong answer at the co op. Yeah, like you yeah. can't. Like I think they're just it's just a safety question, but I was like I was not prepared to be asked like who I don't want to live near. Yeah. It was really really came at me fast. You're like yeah. Jennifer in accounting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um here is a list of all my former work bullies throughout my life. Can you confirm or deny <laughs> yeah. if they live in this co-op? My personal enemies. <laughs> I mean like I would say like a bad neighbor. I wouldn't want to live next to a bad neighbor, but that's not specific enough I guess yeah so we we moved and and because we moved we had to like hire movers and figure out and it's it was a very weird thing of I had like dysmorphia about the size of our new apartment until we moved in like I thought oh we got to get rid of everything even though we had we're getting slightly more space like my brain is so used to the Vancouver moving of like every time you move you cut your possessions in half 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I just was like, what? I was, as we moved, um, the movers were great, but unfortunately our Ikea couch was broken oh. in the move. So we've been sitting on a broken, we've, we've rigged it up for now, but like, it's, it's pretty stressful. So I did, my retail dream is that I needed to buy a couch and I know you were also looking for a couch, Alicia, so you were very helpful. And I was basically like, I felt like I was a detective hunting down a couch. Like I was yes. really intense about it. And then it turned out that the Bay of all places had like a couch I really wanted that was um, originally like $3,000 that they Whoa. were selling for $1,200. Amazing. So it was such a great deal. And then the experience of going into the Bay and the like furniture floor was so soothing to me because like nobody was there yeah so like open space yeah so we were masked and we were able to just like be in this sort of like refuge of couches it felt like and just like actually sit on them and look at them and like no one was too aggressive in trying to like talk to us about these couches and then when we were ready this like man older man in a tie named gerald was like was like let me take you somewhere away from the fray <laughs> there was literally <laughs> no one in the store and he was like let's go somewhere a little more quiet this is a serious sale like i just was like i love the old school salesmanness of yes. this like he wants to make it an intimate personable experience but like literally there was just like one mom and her kid a hundred feet away from us <laughs> like it was so funny he didn't get in the co-op. He's like, I don't want to live near kids. And we talked about the couch and he was very like, the delivery people should call. Like he really, he really like did it all by hand, wow. like printed out these documents, went through them all, made sure that I was verifying that he had written down everything correctly about the color I wanted and stuff. And then at one point he just gently placed his hand on mine and was like, I hope that you love this new couch. And also, you should tell Don how to dress better because you look amazing. (laughs) So he like complimented wearing complimented me, but then was like, "He's boring to Don." And I'm like, "Wow, this was a real like." I just didn't know so many unexpected things happened in this purchase. Um, It's not here yet. It will get here in May. So months ahead of mine. Well, I did. I did try EQ3, but when I went there, it was just too stressful because it's too small and there were so many families in expensive oh, athleisure and I yeah. just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I had to yeah. leave. I had both times that I went there were off hours and I was overly friendly with a couple buying a similar upholstery to mine. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. This door is not for me. <laughs> do not. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I did all this research. I'm like, that leather. And I'm like, and I just start talking. I just trailed off and like paid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I've heard really good things about the bay for furniture. It's kind of amazing, the furniture floor. Like, it feels like you're going back in time. Like, not that, not that what they're selling is dated, but like the whole concept of like the department store. Even when I was a kid, like when we'd go to like Eaton's or the Bay and you'd like be looking at the appliances, it would just be like deserted. And it was like my dream as a child to just be like, I can just like stretch out on whatever I want here and hide. Um, Not my mom's dream, but Gerald shows up. Yeah. Gerald's like, you got to dress better. (laughs) You're creating a fray. Yeah. It was funny. I also think it's because I put it on my card. So he Mm. was just like, this is the lady with the money. Like, I I don't know. All of it was very 
cute, but I was shocked that he touched me because I just yeah. am not used to anyone touching me at all. Yes, no. it's shocking, right? Yeah, I definitely like Sani that hand 500 times <laughs> on the mm-hmm. way out of the store. But I did appreciate the sort of like beautiful connection he wanted to create with yeah. me about this purchase. Like I was what like, was that- Don wearing? Was yeah, he just wearing a what- bathrobe and smoking a cigar and a dirty <laughs> I was I was basically doing this situation. Yes. So full, um, full spectrum of the rainbow. Yeah. He was just, he was wearing like a gray button up shirt, black jeans and a black coat, probably. Like yeah, just like, feels fine. He dresses pretty like put together i feel like every time i've seen like photos of him he's got like a button-up shirt and like a, a coat i mean he and- didn't have a skinny tie with a tie clip like gerald had so i oh, think it's okay. a fair it's a fair he wasn't critique. wearing a fedora <laughs> yeah. three-piece suit he didn't have six cigars so ready to go for when you'd sign the papers <laughs> yeah i couldn't believe that gerald just had a couch-shaped cigar that looked exactly <laughs> like my couch that he then handed me wow what a what an experience you light what color is your couch yeah oh it's like a peacocky teal color perfect so yeah our last couch was yellow and they did have a yellow that i considered but this i learned from having a yellow couch that like i eat way too many um gravies yeah to like really have a yellow couch yeah yeah i can see it yeah you know I also insist on eating like reclined with my food like five <laughs> feet away. So it's the it just best way to eat. It just doesn't work for my lifestyle to have a light colored couch. Yeah. Today's like several hours after eating breakfast, I found a piece of avocado on my couch. <laughs> so <laughs> I understand. And it wasn't it was not smushed in or anything. It was just like a piece of avocado. But they're when so I, slimy. Yeah. When I make peanut butter toast, it's basically my brown bronzer. So, so hot. <laughs> like, it melts everywhere. Yeah, I don't know why I can't I don't understand peanut butter at my age, but I'm still learning. It's getting more learning. more peanut butter. Anyways, like Jesse has tried to say something. No, I just times. wanted to know I know that you have ordered a couch and that it's leather, but what color? Yeah, yeah, let's hear more about your couch. Yeah, so I ordered the world's most boring couch. Um, it's uh, black leather. Ooh. Um, and the reason being that the couch that I want is a white couch. Oh. <laughs> like overstuffed, bench, cushioned, slip covered. I live uh, in a coastal town. All I do is read books all day. Um, the reality, <laughs> but the reality is like I spend all of my time on the couch with the dog. So yeah. I, cho- I hopefully chose something that will last a really long time and it's really easy to clean and I had the highest level of warranty but yeah like I had to stop looking at like several couches I was just there was like silly sage velvet couches from London that I was just staring at for weeks Ooh, la la. I can't afford those things yeah it is nice to browse a beautiful couch though yeah it's funny too like how much couches will cost and also people like rich people try to resell their couches on marketplace for like what they paid and they're in terrible shape and it makes me laugh. There's a really expensive one that looks like a hot dog Ooh, and oh. I look at it a lot. <laughs> like I know okay. that I won't like I don't know what would ha- like have to own a hard rock cafe or something for that to be a reasonable mm-hmm. purchase but I like to dream about it. Yeah. What about that clown play? <laughs> That's right. That could be their their like hostess area. Oh, a hot, <laughs> hot dog couch. Hot dog couch. I mean, we're all young. We could dream of, we have so many different lives we still have yet to live. Like you could own a hard rock cafe, the full of clowns and hot dogs. I will buy one of those weird leather jackets yeah. to show my support. It's got hot dogs on it. 
And I have a retail fantasy, which I feel like is a rare thing. Yes, please. But it was created because I also had to shop for a mattress. And Andrea Warner was like, I know of a place, a discount place. Like, I will take you there. And like, I can't guarantee what they will have, but they will have so many mattresses. So we we went to, I think it's called Discount Exclamation Point Liquidation. Whoa. It's in Burnaby. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a deep house of deals. So you go in and there's just like all these different rooms that have a million mattresses stacked against a wall that are wrapped. There was movie clothing from movie sets. There was a sign that just said pants, pants, pants. And then it was like... (laughs) a rack of so many (laughs) pants and I was like this place is amazing but a thing that I wasn't expecting to see was multiple bed frames that were like those 80s velvet shell beds oh yeah so elegant right and that made me realize that I wanted to open like a fine dining 80s restaurant where you eat on beds and the beds are those shell beds and then you only eat what are fine dining 80s foods so then I was (laughs) thinking about like what are the fancy foods of the 80s and it was like anything with jus Um, oh yeah 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 caviar I feel like fettuccine alfredo (laughs) like I feel like yeah Viennetta I was thinking Viennetta I think about Viennetta every fucking day. Like every day I open my freezer just hoping that it's going to be stocked full of Viennetta and it's not. And I'm like, well, of course, it's like not available. I don't know why. Fluffy lobster tails, you know, like. I love this food. (laughs) (laughs) No, wouldn't it be so amazing to be on like a Red Shoe Diary, beautiful shell velvet bed, just like eating fettuccine Alfredo. Where do you think those beds came from? Well, this is my question. I don't know if they're new beds or if they were like constructed for a film set because it's near a film studio too so they seem to get furniture and other items that are specifically created or used in movies because there was a pink jukebox in one of the rooms like a 60s style jukebox and like a carousel horse like it really that's just all the things i love yeah Yeah. is a fucking amazing like i it's so full of wonder and mystery and so we did find a mattress that we liked and i asked the man like how much like it it was like almost a thousand dollars and i was like i i feel the fine people at discount exclamation point liquidation can give me a better deal than this um and he was like well if you took six and then I was like, I was, <laughs> I was yeah, like, for your restaurant. Was, yeah. And that's when I was like, I have to open a restaurant. It's yeah. fate. So you've signed a lease. Yeah. You're saving this money at the co-op. Um, you can now buy, open my restaurant. But I went to, but what ended up happening is I went to Sleep Country and it was a Sleep Country that is in the, um, the corpse or I guess the crust of a Boston pizza. So it's like shaped like a Boston pizza on the outside, but in the inside, it's a sleep country. Wow. And um, I ended up getting a mattress there where I learned that they take away your old one. I didn't know that. And I was so uh, starstruck by this as like a concept. Uh, I'm just used to having to hire a couple of gourds with a truck, (laughs) you know? A couple of gourds. Yeah. Ikea used to take it away too, but they stopped during the pandemic. So I had to hire one gourd. He came in the cutest Richard Scary style, (sighs) tiny little pickup truck. I lost my mind when I went outside with the mattress to help him. He was a warm man. He was so cute. And I mean, my other retail dream is that I hired your handy friends on your recommendation Mm -hmm. and we handy friends handy friends was amazing he helped me create a really upsetting face on my wall i want to talk about this like 
Hannah showed me a photo of it as soon as you texted it to her because I happened to be with her and she just started laughing so hard. And I was like, what's happening? And then she explained and I like it made my day. It's the best possible feature of an apartment I've ever seen. And like this to me is like why some art just really takes a long time. So the lips, the big lips I got first, they're like these flat lips that are acrylic and they're painted mm. on to just like a clear acrylic slab, I guess. They're from like a MAC makeup campaign. Okay. That I think they're a big. friend who used to work at MAC um, relieved them of when she okay. left. Like she took these Yoink. giant lips. <laughs> and then when she was moving out of province, she was like, I simply can't take these lips with me. Okay. Like I was bequeathed the lips. And then when I moved into this place, because I have two levels, it's that's what makes it feel really fancy. Like, it's not that fancy a place, but having two levels feels so pretty nice. wild. Um, on the stairwell light, it's just one of those, like, you know, those overhead light fixtures that look like boobs? Yeah. Like, they exa- yes. it's put on sideways. It's, like, a very, very funny decision. And I was, like, oh, realized that the lips could fit underneath it. And the scale of it would look like a nose. And then I had to find eyes. And I was at a home sense and they had weird eye mirrors. So I was like, it's ready. It's amazing. And it's just in your stairwell. So like you come around the corner to go downstairs and there's this. Yeah. Like the lips look really long. Yeah, they're they're really big. I call it actually the face of Sharon. (laughs) It's kind of like Sauron. (laughs) Sharon. Yeah, Yeah, Sharon. So like it's spelled like Sharon, but it said Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. And you have to talk. You have to greet Sharon. When yeah, you, you have to go be down like, the stairs. Blessings. You have to like put a kiss on the lips. Yes. <laughs> Handy friends. I like that it didn't at all apply to you. It, oh, Curdy, you could just change that light. No, no. I was like, I must build <laughs> uh, Jim Henson like creation using it's this. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. Franz was actually thrilled and was like, I'm putting this in my portfolio. Yes. So it was a real portfolio piece for him. And I'm just glad that. Wonderful. Because I think That's he nice. was like, I these the he was happy to do a weird, like my jobs for him were so weird. <laughs> and I think that yeah. he found that enjoyable. You're like 12 clamshell yeah. beds all <laughs> In every mm-hmm. room. I've got to find a place for these six mattresses. I love, but like you could have fulfilled some sort of like Princess in the Pea childhood fantasy That's you may true. have had. Just stack them high. Like who needs a, a box spring or a frame if you could just have six mattresses? And honestly, like the sleep country experience was great because there was just like one man running it. I think his name was Businessman. Like his first <laughs> name was Manfred and his last name was Business. So in the phone book, he's like business comma Manfred. Um, he was running the sleep country. And he just was like, what do you, because I'd found one online where I was like, this is actually cheaper than the mattress here at discount exclamation point liquidation. And I don't have to buy six. So this will work out for me. And I went in and I was like, I just want to look at this bed. And he was like, for sure. Um, But if you're curious, there's like one slightly more expensive that's even firmer. So if you really want a firm bed, maybe that. And then he just like went back to doing his business and left me alone while I laid on well, Don and I and Andrea Warner, I also forced to lie on mattresses. And then I ended up yeah. buying the more expensive one Ooh, uh, because it because I got on it and I was like, I don't have back pain. Like oh, I, I laid yeah. on it and felt like a snake had slithered out of my body. Like I was like, what? This, <laughs> is, this, is this what comfort feels like? And they were like, ma'am, you're going to have to clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to collect the black mamba that I had been wearing <laughs> around my neck when I went into sleep country. Um, but I have to say, like, it was the right amount of of selling happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. gave me the option. Like, this is good. Yeah. But this is only a little bit more and it's better. Yeah. yeah. Real. That's the perfect kind of sales. Yeah. Business. Yeah. You just like, business, like let them make their own decision. Give them the information. Yeah. Man I mean, I business. We can all agree. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? <laughs> yeah. Oops. I I had never, and this is a milestone for me because I had also never bought a new mattress in my adult life. So I was always like, the mattress we had was, Dawn had like an aunt and uncle who downsized to a smaller place and they were like, take our Sealy Posturepedic that no one's ever slept on because it was in our guest room. Oh, wow. Or whatever. Wow. And so then we... And then when I moved before, it was stuff like that. Like, I would always inherit, like, a great aunt's mm-hmm. mattress. Like, I've been lucky to inherit them. So I just, like, haven't realized the innovations that have happened in yeah. mattresses since the 90s, which is when my last mattress was from, I'm pretty sure. Totally. It's like, yeah, do you go foam? Do you go spring? Do you go a combination? Like, it's it's like alchemy. Yeah. There's so much going on. I just learned today that mascara is now tubes like i think yeah like i'm (laughs) i'm in the dark ages over here like like the fact that it can have a cooling top like i always thought that was fake and then i like laid on a mattress with a cooling top and i was like oh i guess it's real i have a pillow wow i have a pillow that i got a few years ago and it's amazing because one side is always the cold side yeah that's i got one of the ikea knockoff of whatever that pillow is and i'm Mm -hmm. just like I can't believe this pillow is cold on one side. I think mine's also a knockoff. Like it's from the Bay. It was, but I also like, don't know what the brand is because I, you know, it doesn't say it. I think it says something weird on it. Like enjoy your life or something. And I was like, is that the brand? (laughs) Like, yeah relaxing time anyway and then i was like jay we should replace all our pillows with this kind of pillow and he's like no it's too high tech i don't want it and i was like fair enough yeah it could turn on you like an irobot yeah well he also Mm. like never needs to be colder he's you know okay is he always very very cold often like he's mostly bones (laughs) (laughs) he's ready to be drafted into the skeleton army at any time yeah we even invented a new thing recently in this past week that is called a bone litten don't ask me how it's different from a skeleton but it's called bone litten oh i thought it was maybe like a bulletin for bony folks oh i somehow imagined like a spatula i mean these (laughs) made of bone a bone spatula like something to to flip something i don't know why bone bone flipper i think we were Mm -hmm. like at first we were using skin litten so it was like a skeleton of skin i don't know and then it became Mm -hmm. a bone litten and it's like no that's just what a skeleton is and jay's like no bone litten that's like a french skeleton it's like bon vivant bon litton it's like a it's a french party skeleton c'est magnifique uh yeah yeah I'm so happy that like your move has been like overall like a positive experience. It has really been and I feel super lucky and I definitely, you know, this is a comedy podcast so we won't get into it, but I definitely had to like uh, address some of my um, housing trauma that I sort of didn't really understand how wild it was until uh, we were moving and I was like going to almost say no to moving into a co-op because when we viewed the place 
it was like dirty and it stressed me out. Like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. and I just, like I just couldn't conceive of how it could be cleaned. Well, and you've heard I'm sure we've all heard horror stories of like people going on move in day and it hasn't been cleaned. And then oh. you have to. Yeah, just spend that so 100% much time yourself. happened here. Yeah. And like, of course, I clean my place like I'm in the Sea Org of Scientology. Yeah. Like I'm so intense. You put and on even, your little captain's hat and your yeah, blazer. I do. <laughs> I do. I like cleaned the the carpet in my last apartment and the next day they ripped it up. Ugh. Why didn't they tell you? Ugh. Duh, they're not good people. <laughs> yeah, they're bad people for sure. That's really But yeah, like I don't know. The last co-op that I looked at and almost got into was my second experience looking at a co-op. And you kind of have to realize like this is your home. So yes, like someone else lived in it for 20 years and this wasn't done and this wasn't done, but you can do it and then you don't have to change it because you're not leaving. But it's a diff- definitely a different mindset. For sure. Yeah, I was. And the person who'd been living here, like it's a pandemic. All of us are stressed out. Yeah. Like obviously, probably most people who aren't wildly rich are not undertaking massive renovation projects. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But yeah, I got in here and was like, this place is not how I envisioned and surely it is a place of misery and I will die. Like I just had a completely wild response, but I also think it was because it was, I could tell that it was stressful for the person who was moving out to have people in the place. Like it was, I just didn't understand uh, how empathy works, I guess. (laughs) You know, when you're really, really stressed, it's hard to tap into. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be hard on yourself. Well, thank you. Luck- yeah. Luckily, Dawn came with me, and then Hannah also had an, a look um, as part of our bubble throuple. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Keep it mysterious. <laughs> uh, but Hannah was like, "No, this place is literally physically bigger. Like you're, you're. I think you're seeing it as smaller than like she was." It's hard. Also, places look smaller depending on how someone has kept it. And the vibe in here. When I looked at it, it was like he had like 30 years of life in that place. So stacks of newspaper and boxes and larger furniture than I would have chosen. Jars of piss. And different hobbies. and So much sun tea. All over the place. So much sun tea. (laughs) So much sun tea. It's not piss. It's also really hard. I think you're not alone there in that like seeing the potential of something is very... I went thrift store shopping with a couple of friends and I, you know, I grabbed some things that I was like, oh, I'm going to use this thing for this. And my friends were like, I would never imagine using that for anything other than like what the picture on the box says. Like, that's so weird that like you can think of it as something else. And I was just like, I guess that is weird. Like that is. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a skill. Well, normally. It's not a normal reaction. Normally I can do that. Like I can tap into a place and picture my stuff in it. But I think just the situation of, of pandemic and also being stressed out. Like I just couldn't. Whatever that thing in my brain. Places, gold and opportunities come up. And that's what happened for me in the last place. And I was like, it wasn't a neighborhood that I had considered. And the space was really not ideal in some ways. Like. My unit would have been beside the entrance for the entire building. Yeah, that's very public. So, like, doorbells ringing. And uh, then I started to panic. I'm like, well, you have to take it because it's $1,100 a month. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, $1,100 a month. You're going to save like, $500 a month. Please. You're like, you got to get your you retire. <laughs> you could retire one day if you could put away that money. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, it's really not what I want. And But you have to take it. Like, I had all these, like, weird feelings. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. When am I going to get off? And then in the end, it went to somebody else. Everyone so. was very, I will say, my community of people were very, like, insistent to me that I needed to keep thinking about it, but they weren't pushy. And it was good. Like, I took my space and then I was like, oh, yeah, obviously, this is, if we're offered, oh, so if we're offered this, so we should take it. But, yeah, I wasn't prepared for the sort of, like, weird spiral I would have about being offered a good opportunity. Like, right? Yeah. It's still change, and change is huge. And it's, like, in a time where there's so much, like, yeah. freaky shit going on and uncertainty. So it, it makes sense. Hannah literally made, like, paper dolls of it. Like, she made oh. a drawing of it and then made the furniture and like showed different ways that it could go i love that yeah she wanted to before and it's because it's some like i am a visual learner and it's like i need i need to see it to be able to envision i just thought we couldn't fit bookshelves in here but there's no real reason why you were just afraid. Yeah, I was just, You're scared. just afraid. I was scared and I was like You had a really bad like, situation happen a couple of years ago. My books. You have a pet. <laughs> yeah. You work from home. Like, yeah. When my land You've been inside for two years. For sure. Yeah. I definitely had to sort of like I think we I definitely knew that I was depressed and other stuff was going on during the pandemic. But I think in that moment I really was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm a I'm a mess. Like mm-hmm. confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> Having something like that to like bring it out and be like, oh, this is a different response than I usually would have. Like, oh, I'm barely holding anything together. And once I got in here, I was like, wow, I can make a beautiful, upsetting face. Like, I'm clearly in my element. I'm home now. Yeah. That's the definition of thriving, I think. Yeah. Um, So, okay, I have one more question about housing stuff and then we can move on. I promise. Sure. You're in your previous place that you're moving out of. Your landlord was building like a, a oh weird yeah this hut <laughs> so this is retail dream adjacent okay. which is that my landlord uh I loved my former landlord as I was leaving I was like please consider starting a co-op like I just I just he's a truly gentle lovely man he's originally from the Maritimes mm. um and just throughout the whole pandemic he was like whenever he went away he was like please use our yard like he just really went above and beyond what a landlord would normally do. And so anyways, he he works for the city and he's very passionate about the environment. So he's like all about heat pumps. So when yes. we, <laughs> so we, yeah, like there was a ad for heat pumps that they were wearing. I love heat pump shirt. And I was like, should I buy one of these from my <laughs> former land? Like it was I heart heat pump. I was like, it'd be weird to send my landlord just a shirt. Right. Like, <laughs> is that weird? I don't know. Is it any weirder than paying part of his market? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he has his own version of impulse purchases, which is he was on Twitter and like saw that someone was offering a free tiny house. If you, if oh, you wow. could move it and pick it up. And so you know, we'd been working from home and he had been using his like son's room as his work from home space. And his son is seven and was like, I hate that you're in my room. Like you need oh, to get out of here. Right. So he was like, oh, tiny house. Like I can just have my computer and like my desk in this tiny house in wow. my yard for free. And it's and it was a tiny house that was specifically created to be used as housing for the city. Like It was, it was prototype so, like, uh, they're so going to build these little houses for unhoused people to use, but they are very small. Like, they don't have, they have, I think, water and light, but they don't, they're not meant to be, like, a permanent shelter. Right. They're sort of like a between shelter. So, anyways, when it was delivered, it, it was delivered in pieces, 
And when the first piece came, it became clear that there was a huge mural of Taz and Space Jam <laughs> painted <That's>... on the <laughs> side of the tiny house. And, That's amazing. And me and my neighbor, at the, my former neighbor, Sam Nock, also a friend of the podcast. Former guest. Former guest, Sam. Um, we just like went outside with coffees and just like watched this Taz house get delivered. And then it was like... Which Space Jam character is going to be on the other <laughs> side of the house? But it turned out it, it, there was just like words written, like it was. It was just a, a Taz was. You, it was a tribute to Taz. Wow. Um, and then my landlord painted over it the next oh, day. Yeah, he did not want to keep. I think he. I think he got a lot of heat in the neighborhood because people thought he was going to rent it out. Like I think people oh, thought shit. he was being like an, a truly evil landlord, but he was just like, I'm just trying to create a computer shed for myself to work in from home. Through the tiny Taz house, though, I learned that people really enjoy my Taz impression. So (laughs) that was a real win for me because I like did recordings of myself singing I Will Remember You and then just doing <laughs> like a, just a Taz impression at the end and wow. I was like yeah Taz has Taz has a great voice I don't think we think about that enough yeah so I appreciate scatting. I appreciate whoever the tagger was that um put that beautiful portrait of Taz and Space Jam yeah on the side of that tiny house and yeah it's it definitely when you I think it was so funny because when you picture a tiny house I think you picture like what a rich person would do like a very sort of like yeah streamlined like we're choosing minimalism kind of mm-hmm. like dwell magazine situation and then it was just this like hideous shack with Taz on the front and it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> I love it uh, if you do have a picture, please send it to me if you ever remember. I would love to see what it looks like. And, like, neighbors, chill out. Yeah, I yeah. think people are probably cool now. Like, they should be cool with him. He's let people harvest all the plums out of his yard using hydraulic arms for, like, years. Wow. Like, he just doesn't cool. care. I mean, you can't blame people, though, for thinking. Like, oh, for the sure. First, the first thing they assume is uh, that a landlord is going to be evil. Because I didn't know that you loved your landlord And so that totally reframes the story. I thought your landlord was just like your typical landlord, but also had like this. uh, Oh, no, I definitely transferred like a bunch of daddy issues I had onto (laughs) my landlord for sure. Like I definitely think of him as weirdly my dad. Um, so Aww. he was just get him that shirt. He was, I should get him that shirt. He literally offered to help us move. Wow. Like he was like, yeah, he sounds amazing. He was like, I, I can take you over with a load of stuff. And we were like, like that, that adds to like yeah. explaining why you were not sold first thing to like move right away. So, well, especially because my previous landlord was like, you got to move out because I'm using this apartment as a sarcophagus for my dog. For so, pet, you know, right? that you was, remember that, that story. Was, yeah, that was very strange. She, spoiler. She never moved in. Oh, what? <laughs> No, that's so weird. It turns out her dog is immortal, so she doesn't. (laughs) Oh, she's that vegan, bad vegan lady. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Her dog is immortal because of how much money she gave a man on a quest. So she doesn't need to. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Sign me up. You know how that works. Well, we've got about 40 minutes left. So I'll do mine. You want to use yours next, Jessica? Go ahead. Okay, I'll make it quick, but I haven't left the house very much in two years. Sometimes Google Maps sends me uh, an update at the end of the month to say, like, you went to Burnaby. (laughs) 
Um, and I'm like, I just just going to the office. And I have been ordering clothes online from Uniqlo occasionally. And I bought some things for a friend who hates shopping and they didn't fit. So I had to return those as well as all the things that I bought that didn't fit. I challenged myself to go somewhere new. I decided to go to Richmond Center to return my clothes to Uniqlo instead of packing them back up. So Friday, the holiday, got on the train, went to Richmond Center. I've never been there before in my life. Went to Uniqlo, stood in line with my like two kilogram bag of clothing <laughs> and thinking like how great this is that I've like, I know where it is. Uh, I got in. I do not feel the need ever to return to a Uniqlo after this experience for several reasons. Got to the front of the line, uh, which was long, and handed the uh, person at the cash my receipt and said I wanted to do a refund. And he said, oh, we don't do refunds at the store. And I hadn't read the complicated return policy, and he was absolutely right. Um, I had only read to <laughs> the point that I could go to the store for an exchange. Uh. And he's like, if you want to exchange things for the exact price, it has to be the exact price. So if I was returning a jean jacket that was $49.50. If I could find something else for $49.50, they could. But only theoretically. He seemed hesitant. He's like, it usually works. He said, it usually works. And I was like, well, I don't want any of this stuff. I don't need any of it. I don't want to buy anything else when I'm here. But I still tried on nine things. Oh, no. And um, everything this season is just not the right. Everything there is just not right for me. But during the process, I got body checked by a person and then her mom shortly thereafter parked their baby stroller behind my knees and I fell over it <laughs> and I was like you know I never have to come back here again yeah. uh, oh and then someone farted super loudly in one of the aisles just as I was walking past so it looked like I farted it was so funny. I already apologized so to you for this, Alicia why are you bringing it up? It was such a loud fart. That <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah, it was a lot for a person that's like, I'm gonna challenge myself to yeah, do something different today. Wow, people are bold yeah. with their farts, hey? Seniors. Seniors are yeah, bold. Yeah, they, they probably... For sure. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And then uh, it took me five more days to pack up the order. I had to buy an envelope for it because the bag that it came in was filthy and I had to throw it away. Um, they charge you $10 to return things. I'm like already losing money on this situation. Why does the return policy, like, why do you need to hire a lawyer to read this? Like, I know. It's so- I know. I got a notification from FedEx that they accepted the package because I even when I put it in, like, on the list of places you're allowed to drop it off wasn't the nearest FedEx box. And I was like, I'm going to fucking put it in this FedEx box because I send FedExes for work all the time. I was like, well, <laughs> I don't even care at this point if I never get this money back. I'm so over it. So complicated. Wow. Yeah, I felt bad that I hadn't read this this thing properly. And I understand that all store policies are different, but it is weird that you can't. It even says on the thing, like, just make sure you ha- you bring the same credit card that you paid with. So I'm like, well, why would I fucking bring my credit card that I paid with if you're not going to give me any money back? I'm just like, what is their warehousing that they don't want you to return in person? Like, it's so confusing. And that they charge you to yeah. make a return. Which actually, like, I don't mind because, like, I've bought lots of things from them before and never had to return anything, and $10 is fine. But it's weird that such a huge store would have such a complicated return policy. Yeah, I would think that their customer base also wouldn't accept that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people who are traditionally, people who are buying things that are a little nicer are, like, more terrible. (laughs) So, like, not you, but, like, 
many people. Me. Me. Instead, I just ordered the thing that I wanted that I didn't order. Uh, and it arrived today, and I'm so happy. What is it? And it's just another Red Sky Shop boiler suit. <sighs> I got a black one in the winter, and uh, it's so precious. I'm like, buy a color that you would wear all the time, and it's less dressy. And it's like olive green, gold zipper. Sounds perfect. Yeah, it's just a sack. I love boiler suits. I've gotten really into them. Yeah. yeah. You're both a couple fashionistas. I still don't have one. And I'm what? Yeah, I don't know what's what? wrong. I feel me. like we need to get you into a boiler suit ASAP. I've got a lot of like onesies, just not a straight up like zipper boiler suit style cut. But I need you to do some boiler room stuff over here, and yeah. you are gonna need mm-hmm. a boiler suit. <laughs> right now, only Alicia can come to my yeah. boiler room, and you're on Task Rabbit <laughs> as like boiler boiler fixer, boiler babe. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna make a doctor. Pimple popper joke. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> a boiler right. suit. Okay, so as soon as I watch that show for the first time, oh my god, time, that is a great joke, Alicia. I'll get my boiler, boiler suit. Yeah. Boiler suit. Um, we could be boiler, sisters. C Y S T. Hardly even know her. <laughs> Disgusting. Amazing. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail name? I have a retail dream, dream. Ooh, Whoa. so posy today. I, you know, like I just the glass is half full, but of piss. Also, <laughs> and pus. Is it pus. hot piss Let's or is it cool piss? Mm, now it's cool. It was piping hot. Um, okay, this is going to push the limits of what a retail dream could be. But you both probably saw this already because I posted about it when it happened. But on Friday night, it was getting pretty late. And, you know, Jay looked at me and said in that way that I knew exactly what he wanted for dinner. But he was like, what do you want? For dinner, and I was like, I can tell just from the inflection in your voice that you want to order pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have a pizza voice. That's amazing. Well, it's just like a really iconic. Like, what should we have for dinner? Like very, very pointed. Not just like, what do you want for dinner? It's like, should we? And I'm like, I know you want Panago. Please go ahead and order it. <laughs> but I, I have uh, moved on from Panago myself because it doesn't make me feel great afterwards. So Jay got a personal pizza everything was fine everything was great i think we watched a movie i don't even remember it was great the next morning i was going to help the aforementioned former guest and friend hannah mcgregor in organizing her apartment for getting ready to move in a renovation and so i had bags full of stuff i was taking to the car and the car was parked kind of far away and it was pretty early in the morning for me And for the world, because it was like a Saturday morning, it was like 930. There wasn't really anyone out. And as I left my building, I walked out the front door to the sidewalk. And right as I got to the sidewalk, a crow swooped down with something in its beak and dropped it at my feet for me. And I immediately just my first reaction was, oh, thank you. And I picked it up and I put it in one of the bags. And then I because I had a little Ziploc full of peanuts in my purse. And so I like repaid the crow for the gift because I like I it's funny because I was in such a rush. I was running late as well. I have wanted this to happen for my entire life that I can remember. Like, yeah, you don't want to be caught without crow cash. So obviously <laughs> you were carrying crow currency. <laughs> well, like I I have been for a while now. Yeah. I've become that lady. But a crow has never brought me something before. That's and I huge. Was, it, it was just something like I've been actively trying for at least the last 20, maybe more years to like get a crow to bring me stuff. 
But I was just like, that's amazing. I didn't really have time to like stop and think about it. Like I had to rush to the car and go. But I did tell Hannah about it when I saw her. And then I afterwards, when I was done with Hannah, I went for a walk with former guest Regan Taylor and I told her about it. But I still hadn't taken what the crow had given me out of the bag and opened it. I waited until I got home and I'd loaded everything back into the house. And this was at like nine o'clock at night by this point. And then I told Jay about it. He was so excited. I was like, are you ready? Like, let's see what it is. Cause it was just a crumpled up piece of paper. So I open it. I like unfurl it and I'm like, Oh my God, it's a Panago receipt. And then I open it and it says Jay Arner. And I was like, <laughs> it's your Panago receipt. And he was like, what the fuck? And then, you know, all the questions came thereafter. The fact that it was crumpled because Jay was like, maybe we crumpled it and maybe we dropped it. And I was like, I'm not a crumpler. You're not a crumpler. We both know this. Like we don't crumple. I've never seen us, either of us crumple or receipt. Yeah, you iron and scrapbook your receipts as I, I understand it. Fold, <laughs> I definitely fold <laughs> everything just to make things You're a folder. What I'm about folder. you, Alicia? Crumpler. 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 Yeah, well, crumpler for sure. As far as I can tell, if I, I think, even bother. <laughs> yeah, like I even bother. But then I thought back and I was like, there wasn't a receipt for this pizza. So obviously the pizza delivery person must have dropped it or crumpled, you know, it got crumpled and it, you know, fell out of the bag or whatever. But that was like over 12 hours before, I think it was about 12 hours before the crow gifted me this. So it could have been sitting on the ground for all this time. Who knows? The crows probably has a nest somewhere nearby. But the fact that a crow gave me something and the first thing that the crow gave me had my husband's name on it and our address, phone number, buzzer, like it was wild. I was just like, I'm going to be processing this for the rest of my life. When the pizza was delivered, was it daytime or nighttime? Nighttime. Hmm. So the crow was definitely asleep. Like, I think it was like 10 at night. Do you think the crow's an accountant? Yeah, obviously. Like (laughs) when I posted about this, so many people were like, this crow just wants you to stay on top of your taxes. And I was like, he wants Jay to write off this pizza. I mean, I wish he could. We'd get such a great bonus. But yeah, I'm happy that Jay ordered that pizza because this is my first crow transaction I've ever had. And Jay kept saying like, what do you think the crow thought that was? Like, do you think the crow thinks you're going to use that to build a nest for yourself? And I'm thinking like the crow just knows it's something for people. It's like, this is not something I can eat or use, but this person probably would want it. So I'm going to give it to them. I have a different theory. I think it's the same. I think that probably because like there's just crows that stay in the neighborhood, as we know. Mm -hmm. I bet that crow just sees you being kind to all the animals and thought like this is something that she's always giving stuff to us. I'll give something to her. Like you have a whole bunch of visitors and crows live quite a long time. Yeah. I think that they wanted to give you something um, because they know that you give things back to them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they saw Jay drop the receipt. Like, I also like the idea that they just know you and are like, you drop, you drop this. We're a recognizable couple. I realize this. Like, he's so tall. Oh, yeah. You're, you're known to crows as a power couple, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's all, that's all I want to be. Mr. and Mrs. Peanut. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Panicle. That's what the, how the crows know you. Oh, I'm honored. Uh, well, yeah, that's my like, it's it's more like a life dream that's come true. And so it has a retail element, though, like that it does. is like, mm-hmm. there was amazing. An exchange of money for goods and 
because I was doing a lot of like in and out, like loading stuff that like Hannah was getting rid of and sorting it and all that. And so I was going in and out and there was one, one crow sort of like hanging around and sort of watching me. And Jay keeps being like, have you seen the crow yet? Have you? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have, but like, I just, I've been busy. So I haven't like had any more transactions yet, but hopefully this is just the start of a beautiful friendship. So. I always do say hi to them. I feel like it's just res- important for mutual respect reasons. Yeah. And also to get them used to the sound of my voice. <laughs> uh, I do. I do that as well. But anyway, that's me. I've just been riding high ever since. Of course. Best weekend of my life. And then the next day I went and saw Sonic 2 in the Lost City <laughs> at the drive-in. It's just like, it's all downhill from here, essentially. Let's hope they get Sonic 3 out quick. Ugh, fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, speaking of downhill, let's say you go all the way downhill to mm-hmm. hell mm-hmm. and you're a demon. Yeah. What kind of demon would you be? thinking about this and um so you know how we had like quite a summer of weather we had a lot of weather yeah we had an atmospheric river we had a heat dome when i lived in winnipeg there was a time where it was so icy that we started to get this these things called ice fogs um but once the weather network like didn't proofread their text or whatever and so the forecast was just ice gog developing <laughs> and everybody was like what's an ice gog like that <laughs> this is what terrible now? <laughs> this is terrible and so i think i would be an ice gog oh that's what yes. i would be i would be an ice gog i the other thing i've had to realize that i need to somehow get therapy for which is very funny is that i now fear summer as a season like i oh, actually same. am afraid of it in like a profound psychological way I think that's a healthy fear. And I also have it and I'm like prepping for summer. More people died by that point last summer from the heat dome than from COVID. Yeah. That article, like the Taiyi did an article about it. It was such a good article. It was so good. Um, Mad props to the the Taiyi. But I just was like, I feel like Vancouver is also just in weird infrastructural denial about it. Like everybody's like, you can just open a window. I'm like, no, like we all, we need to figure this out. We need way more cooling stations. Like we need to get actual, actually give everybody we can heat pumps. Like we got, we got to do this. We got to do this. In Oregon, they've, uh, they have a program after they experienced an extreme heat wave as well that just gave people air conditioning units. Yeah. Just hand them out. Right. Yeah. For low income housing, individuals, families, everyone's just getting a affordable air conditioning unit so they don't fucking die yeah so i i think i would be an ice gog and then i would turn stuff to ice obviously that yeah would be... you show up when you're most needed so you'd be a good demon so do you 
do you have form or do you look like a fog of ice or are you are you more corporeal? I was thinking about that. Like, I kind of think I picture myself like as the ice king a little bit from okay. um, Adventure Time, but just like a, a sort of like crone version <laughs> of of the Ice King, the Ice I sort of imagined you almost like in this beautiful silver choir um, costume with like bat oh, wings. I do like this, and but your hair is like more of a blue silver, and yes. when you're like ignited, you're just like a mist and like beautiful icy waves, but then you go back to just ice goddess. Wow, when you're at rest, like a cold, a cold flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's good. I I was working on my form. I was like, I need to figure out what my form is going to be. But I know that I want the ability to flash cool things, but I don't want to be Mr. Freeze. No, mm-hmm. but you can still if if you choose, you can make as many bad puns as you want. And I like the idea that I could be friends with penguins. Yeah, I mean, we all do. A little Gunther. Yeah. And polar bears. <laughs> and then that that's the other thing I was thinking of is like, I could maybe really make an impact in terms of saving polar bears. Wow, this is That'd a really lovely. benevolent demon. I like it. Yeah, I maybe yeah, I we maybe overdue. I maybe chose to create a saint instead of a demon. I yeah. I just really worry about polar bears. Ever since I saw that planet Earth where that polar bear like tried to fight five hundred walruses by itself, I just was like, Whoa. we gotta do something. I can't for watch it. any of those things. Yeah. Yeah, it's very stressful. You no one should. But because I did, I am haunted by it and will yeah, be. That's why. But that's also why we have the new deity to to praise. Yeah, the ice, ice gog. gog, which I <laughs> shall be like. We got Pleppo, we got the Corn Lord, we got the Ice Gog. Like hail, hail to the Holy Trinity. You've ice gog up developing. I think if I'm an ice gog developing, that's like before I get my ice boobs. Yeah, oh. or during like ice. I have to hit ice puberty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like <laughs> it has to get cold enough that you need a little ice <laughs> ice training bra or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> You're like, oh, your it's, little it's time. Cubes. Until you can cut glass with your nips, then you're still developing. Yeah, and like, it's and beautiful. then I can finally show all my nipples. Yeah, and you're just in covered. My, <laughs> in my goddess form. A gown of nips. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I love an ice gog. That's just beautiful. releasing icy milk mm. that love replenishes the land. I kind of love a frozen milk. The way the ice goes in like weird, like linear. Maybe I would ride icy moon cows. What about that? Ooh, And I would also not. I could just drink that milk. I would bring you fresh. Fine. When I'm an ice gog, I'll bring you fresh moon cheese. Oh, my God. If I and Alicia, I'll bring me. you whatever frozen products you would like. I like mango sorbet. Oh, Ooh. no problem. Yeah. I'll like, just like, like it all. I'll flash freeze so many beautiful mangoes. I want a frozen chicken pot pies. Um, <laughs> Jessica, what kind of demon would you be? Uh, I'm going to be a demon that lives in the world of Sonic and Sonic 2, where I look like Sonic. So I guess I'm like a furry CGI creature, but I'm okay. Here's my thing. Sonic 2 is great. We've got Sonic. We've got Tails. We've got Knuckles. One is a fox. One is a echidna. And one is a hedgehog. But their bodies are all essentially the same. And I'm like, Mm. these three creatures look vastly different in our universe. But I'll be like, I'll be me, but I'll just look like that. And uh, I'll be fluffy. And I guess I'll go fast. Um, but I won't do anything to help or, and I won't join, but I'll just be like the lurker 
in the world of Sonic and I'll just be, I don't know, watching movies through the window like Sonic does in the first one. They all yeah, watch. you're allowed to just exist. You don't have to contribute to Sonic society. Yeah, like there's no way I'm maybe I'll just like praise the ice gog because there's no way I'm going to be able to like either make change for the good or the the worse, you know, like as this little furry thing. I guess I'll be purple. Sounds pretty good. Just Sounds like sweet. Living in the world of Sonic. I rewatched the first Sonic the day before going to see Sonic 2 just to like be in that world. Do you think you'd like wear a lot of rings? Oh, and I'd be losing them constantly for sure. The second Sonic they shot uh, in Vancouver. So there's like this huge big chase scene at the beginning and it, there's like all these explosions and stuff. And it's like on Hornby Street. It's really funny. I do love that. That is great. Yeah. Really takes you out of the out of the magic world. And you're like, I know exactly where that is. I know a friend who posted a photo that must have been from when they were shooting that. Anyway, enough about Sonic. <laughs> uh, what about you, Alicia? What kind of demon would you be? I would be a demon that when you try to open a can, uh, like a beverage, um, when you go to open it, the top just comes off, but it doesn't <gasps> open the can. It's like, what do you do then? Do you take a knife and stab it? I mean, you know, like you start to worry that you're going to get hurt. It's always yeah, okay, but it's not always. Yeah, so I'd be that one, like I, the can that never opens properly. I'd be the per- the demon that does that. So you're like invisible, or like you do mm-hmm. your, and you really wanted to make that tuna fish sandwich. Like you don't have them very often, but you had a craving, or you hadn't done groceries. You're like, oh my gosh, I have a can of tuna. This just changes everything. Yeah. Does it? No, because now you can't get the can open, and, and it's it's weird, yeah. and it's all like rippled on the sides it's a haunted brick. there's tuna juice all over the place oh yeah yeah so that would be me and you just feed off the frustration of mm-hmm. that's tough yeah and it adds a bit of danger you know? yeah like a serious danger but at least like a deep cut that's true you might get yeah. a little bit of tuna juice in that that little <laughs> cut and you'll made. worry that you'll get like some sort of weird <gasps> tetanus that's like thing. a slow, a slow Logilism. death kind of demon haunting you yeah you just like slowly can't open all your cans Mm-hmm. that's dark i would think like if i got like, <laughs> I like tuna, tuna juice in a cut i would worry that i would become like tuna woman oh like, you'd get gills for sure like peter parker style bit by a spider mm. which i'd be fine with maybe you'd be obsessed with turning people into fish like i do really like yeah. that the lizard that's what he likes he's just like everybody else is like i want to rule the world and he's like i want to turn everyone into lizards i love lizards maybe you'd be like everyone's got to be a tuna Wait, what yeah. lizard? Like the villain, the lizard, just like is always cooking up a scheme to turn people into lizards. Like that's that's his motivation. But what's what's the li- is this a real villain? Yeah, from- the lizard's real. Well, he lost his arm, and then he like fills himself full from of where lizard. Is this lizard guy. What IP is this? He's a he's a Marvel. He's a Spider Man. Oh, okay. Villain. So sorry. No, I thought you made him up, and I was like, "That's brilliant! I love this guy." Oh my gosh! No, I no, but like, I do like that. That I love when they create a villain that's just like got a single minded thing. Yeah, yeah, he's like an AD. He's an ADHD villain. He's just <laughs> hyper focused on Same. making everyone a lizard. Same. I mean, good for yeah. him. Okay, I mean, I, I'm so behind on the Spider Verse that I don't know. I mean. I don't think, yeah, he's not always only obsessed with making people a lizard. Where's his penis? Some iterations of him, that is what he's obsessed with. And I think that's the way to go. He's probably got a hemipene tucked inside Speaking of penises, um, (laughs) Sonera, what's uh, your acceptable sauce? Damn. Acceptable sauce. 
great question. I think <laughs> I think what I want to say is that not having sauces is completely unacceptable. Okay. okay. You mentioned you're a sauce person. You had to buy a couch that was sauce, able to hold some sauce. Sauce friendly. Yeah. I feel like I talked about this before, how like my family arrived on a gravy boat from Germany and I'm obsessed <laughs> yes. with sauce. Yeah. I, I love sauce. And so my thing it's is that I don't understand why when I order certain foods, they won't give me vinegar. Like I ask for vinegar, but they give you like a thimble, like a Not special a thing out here. weird, tiny vinegar amount and i feel like what is this vinegar like is it is it that they are like buy your own vinegar like we're not going <laughs> to supply you with vinegar like i just want to understand if you've experienced this or if this is like a unique problem that i have okay like what, when, where are you ordering from that they're not giving you vinegar and what meals Okay, so I will preface this by saying I don't think I truly feel alive unless I'm frighteningly angry at least one vegetarian restaurant in Vancouver at any given time. Like, I do think that that's just part of how I need to live. Is this meat on Maine? Uh, This isn't meat, but whenever I order, like, from a restaurant that rhymes with Reeseful, they just don't want to give me vinegar. Like, I'm always like, please include some vinegar. And I'm, like, tipping real good and being just like, hey, a couple of vinegars would be super swell. And then I just get, like, like a, a tiny needle filled with vinegar. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't understand. And then I thought, yeah, is this just, like, a commentary that I should get my own vinegar? That it's, like, Are not their job. Are you thinking they're going to give you vinegar packs? No, I think, I'm thinking, like, couldn't they put vinegar in, like, the container they put... Like other condiments and stuff in but yeah they they have like a super tiny container that they give you for vinegar and so i've even tried being like give me a couple like i'll pay or i'll put extra on and put a note being like this for vinegar (laughs) like i'm trying so hard (laughs) to get their delicious vinegar and they're just like another question it's just white vinegar right it's red it's okay. like a red oh, vinegar. Like red, red wine vinegar. Like a vinegar sauce, yeah. Is okay. that what it is? Like you would mix, I like to mix it with a chili oil and a soy sauce and dip a green onion pancake into it. Oh, wow. It's like a real umami super dip that I want to create. Yeah. Yeah, you're a dipper. Yeah, I just, I am. I'm obsessed with dips. That sounds so good, and those though. Those kind of things don't travel well. Like they always somehow find a way out of the container. To be everywhere. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah so it's I wonder liquid. They're probably looking out for me, to be honest. <laughs> if it's something that's available in the restaurant, then it should be available for them to add to your order. Yeah. If it's something you've just made up because you love vinegar, <laughs> which I also respect, um, Meat on Main, their French fries are vinegar French fries. But we live in a no, a no vinegar town. So every time I get them, I don't have the right vinegar, but I've recently purchased it. So when I order, I can have their perfect French fries. With vinegar. They are what vinegar is French the vinegar? Fry. What is the vinegar? It's just white vinegar. White vinegar. And it's like on every diner table in Quebec, mm-hmm. like with your salt and your pepper and your whatever. There's vinegar for your French fries. That's true. I love a malt vinegar too. I think I, I can't need... have it, but it's oh, you delicious. Can't? Okay. Yeah. I think I need to go to TNT, honestly, and just like yeah. purchase this vinegar. Or like a selection of vinegars. Yeah. So anyways, any amount of vinegar is an, a clearly an acceptable sauce to me. Agreed, and I, yeah. I'm on Good like choice. a real quest for it. But I also think that like, I think we've talked before about like, I'm obviously team sour cream. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I can work that into a dish. I'm thrilled. It's so good. It's so good. I just, I love a tang. There's been part, there's been a lot of the pandemic where I feel that I just have such deep decision fatigue 
kind of from my job and people asking me to make decisions there that when I clock out, I just don't want to make a single decision until like I need to replenish my sort of like decision stats or whatever. And so Don will be like, what do you want for dinner? And I'll just be like, umami like i'll just i'll just say a flavor and he's like you know that's like the hardest flavor to achieve right like like true umami like that's let's put three sauces together yeah have you ever been to that new market it's not new it's it's been open for quite a few years um it's at city center it replaced the safeway sun given oh no i haven't been there sun given foods it's really good yeah and in this freezer section they have so many good dim sum <sighs> things including scallion pancakes and i bought them and made them yeah. and they're delicious oh it's my like gosh so great i read every single label there because i know that some of them sometimes are gluten-free or rumored to i don't believe i won't mention former guest name who said that these dumplings were gluten-free and we ate a bunch and i didn't feel great afterwards and i've oh. yet to find any version of them that are gluten-free but i check and I think that that section and their vinegar section will delight you and you won't have to go to TNT if you're not in the neighborhood and you're more in the neighborhood of this neighborhood. And I won't have to try to bribe restaurants to give me vinegar. <laughs> I never, I, I'm always like writing in my things like no ketchup, no soy sauce or whatever it is because I don't need them. I have yeah. it at home, but I also had all this ketchup in a little box and the ketchup eventually just melted through the plastic Heinz sachet. Oh, probably because it's like a corn-based plastic or something that's like biodegradable. I wonder. I've never seen that before. That's strange. And I find it hard to believe that Heinz would be using a biodegradable thing, but who knows? It's true. Like there was a coffee place near where I used to live. If I didn't drink um, the latte soon enough, the cup would disintegrate. Oh my, oh my gosh. And I kept, it kept happening and I kept like not understanding. And then I was like, oh wait, this is clearly like a bite. I had to like, just put it in a thermos, but yeah. um, wow. I just had never had a cup disintegrate that quickly. Yeah. That's so I fast. didn't even, I've never had that happen. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. Okay, so do we have any new potato business? I think we do. Okay. Um, I feel like I've really become a chip connoisseur during the mm. pandemic. Like, I think I kind of already was, but um, I just wanted to talk about covered bridge chips. Right. I didn't really experience them them much before, but I had the storm chips flavor where it's Ooh. like ketchup chip, dill pickle chip, salt and vinegar, and like another one, and they're all in the same bag together. Orgy. Because they're sheltering from the storm, I guess. Mm. I don't know, but I, I'm very into this like, it's like a, what do you call it when you mix all the Slurpees together? Everyone has a different swamp name. Swamp water. So it's like the swamp water of chips. And it's delicious. And I was, I've been thrilled actually with the innovations in chips during the pandemic. It's like chip makers understood we needed something to look forward to. And like Miss Vicky's released that spicy dill pickle flavor, which I think is so good. It's so, it is so good. I love it. Um, I'm obsessed with it. I don't think Doritos count as potato business, but I just honorable mention they're doing great work. Praise the corn lord. They have a flaming hot Cool Ranch now. Oh, what? man, that sounds good. Hot and cool. It's cool. Ra- yeah, yeah. It's fire and ice. Like, how did they do it? Um, I've just been so impressed. But you know who I'm not impressed with? 
heart bite. Oh, oh yeah. Shots fired. They, I, I was very excited to try hard bite. I got a wasabi ranch flavor yeah. and a apple cider vinegar flavor, which oh, like yeah. I was so excited for how maybe tangy it was going to be. And it's like, doesn't taste like it tastes plainer than plain. What? I was yeah. like gaslit by a chip. It was so upsetting. I definitely thought I had COVID. Like oh, I bit no. into one of those <laughs> chips and I was like, oh no. Yeah. And then I opened the wasabi ranch and those had flavor and I was like, hoof, youf. Like, it's maybe, just... Maybe you're such a connoisseur of vinegar that like the... They need to up the, their steaks like, you know, maybe to your average palate, it would have like an apple cider vinegar taste, but because you're so like accustomed, like accustomed to having all the like delicious tangy vinegar flavors. I have no idea. I don't understand. I've tried them too and they have no flavor. Okay. They're flavorless. Yeah, they're really bad. But their spicy dill I can have because I think the Miss Vicky's is not gluten free. Oh yeah. And so so I'll never know how good the Miss Vicky's are, but the spicy dill um, from Hard Bite is the only bag of flavored chips I can finish in one sitting. Well, I hope Hard Bite is listening because I want them to make a better apple cider vinegar chip for you since you yeah. can, like, have those chips. Yeah. I really want um, Cool Ranch Doritos more than anything. Yeah, that's fair. They I really are. I them anywhere. The, the, fl- the Flaming Hots, you mean, or just general Cool Ranch? Just general. Cool Ranch was my favorite. When that's I was a blue bag, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been a Wait. long t- time since we've had Doritos in this house. A lot. It's a lot to take on. You have a couple of times had those really yummy guacamole chips. Oh, Guaca those are chips. so good. Okay, yeah. I, have, so I good. have an update. This is not potato business because this is corn lord. Uh, <laughs> corn. Corn lore. Corn. It's corn lore with corn. with corn. Lore. Corn lord. <laughs> but Jay, because like it was Jay's birthday a month ago, and I bought a bag to celebrate because they're like a nice treat. We hadn't had them in a while. And then I remembered that the reason why we hadn't had them in a while is because the last time we had them, something has changed about oh, no. guaca chips. The, the chips are both thinner and there's like less powder on them. Like they're less Yes, flavor. I agree with you. They break now when you like try and dip them into a sour cream or something. They just like sort of shatter whereas they used to sour be Sour cream like, or, something. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Diet culture came for guaca chips. They're too no. slender now. I think it's a, I think it's like a, a COVID cutback sort of, th- you know, how like portions are smaller, the quality's not what it was. And so I'm like, I'm trying not to be mad because I'm like, everyone's just trying to do their best and I'm not gonna you know like maybe it was a bad batch maybe they had to change factories or whatever maybe the corn maybe there's a corn shortage you know I you you still get the res the green residue on your fingers and you still like fuck up your <laughs> your uh, sour cream tub. your wedding dress and your wedding dress and your white couch. <laughs> couch. But it's just not you don't fuck it up as much which like it's not quite as satisfying so I mean, I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'll, you know, every every few months or so, I'll forget this, and then I'll buy another bag. But like, if there's any changes, I will keep us abreast of the situation. Mm, abreast, mm, abreast mm. of corn. Um, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I wish potatoes had nipples. Mm. They I mean, probably could. We could. We could. We could go down a rabbit hole of uh, deviant art. I'm sure, and find you some like erotic Mr. and Mrs. Potato. Nips. Oh yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Like Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head put pasties, maybe. I'm sure there's probably some like adult version of that where it, you're like, you know, putting on yeah. strap-ons and stuff. And Like this sexy green M&M that they made less sexy. There's probably like the inverse. There's a sexy Mrs. Potato Head yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. Just like, you know. The, she has a shell bed. With the zits. I'm bisexual for that. <laughs> With the zits that are getting transferred throughout different oh, dimensions, no. it's like as the green M and M gets Ruining less it. sexy, something else gets much sexier and like much more hardcore. And it's actually Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. So like, my God, Mrs. Potato Head, but she's got pleasers on. Oh, that, that would be hard because she's got a she's got. No, I guess she's got a low center of gravity, so it might not be so hard. Yeah, and she I could feel be like, like she's just steps away from being a smashed potato. She oh. could be like, what are they called? Hurricane potatoes? Like, oh yeah, mm. potato tornado. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Like okay. a sexy potato tornado. I mean, they all are, but I know that's redundant. Even, I'm sorry. Even sexier. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Let's uh, sharpen this thing up. Okay. I think we're both starving now. Yeah, we talked about potato. At least, at least Alicia and I probably. I don't know. I was all downhill since we started talking about pizza. I haven't had dinner either. Yeah, we gotta have dinner. But yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's do Papo of the week. Okay, Sonera, who's your Papo? My Papo of the week is Autumn. Um, she's doing really good in this new place. I had, there's an area that I've set up as her like catchler pad. So she has like her own bench, pillows, a heating pad under a fuzzy blanket. And now she will go and stand by it. And if the (laughs) pillows aren't in the configuration she likes, she waits for me to arrange it for her. She is a senior cat. I plan to have a cat senior for her in on her 15th birthday. I'll invite you both. I hope you'll come. I would love I would to be honored um, yeah. to celebrate her, but she has the early stages of kidney disease. I've learned, Aww. so I'm a little bit sad about that. But that does happen to many senior cats. Yeah. So it's actually amazing for her though, because she no longer um, tolerates the like expensive raw food I've been feeding her, and she just gets to eat cat Doritos, which are <laughs> which is ki- uh, what is it? It's like keto kibble or something. Like it's for uh, like it's for cats with, kibble, with ki- yeah. It's for cats with kidney stuff. But I still give her some wet food in the middle of the day because I have to give her medicine and I call it sloppy steaks. <laughs> um, I'm just like, gotta slop them up. Eat your pour sloppy steaks. Pour a glass steaks. of water on top. Yeah, exactly. I pour some water on it. Um, she does not like the sloppy steaks. So we're, we're on a journey to figure out how to adjust to her new um, kidney support lifestyle. Is the medication liquid or pill? There's a liquid one and then there's a supplement and like this cat is like Columbo for medicine. Like you could yeah. not hide anything in a pill pocket. Like it's just she's real tricky. They're she smart. can absolutely tell yeah. when yeah. when I'm trying to Trojan horse in medicine into her food. For her they also pick up on your body language change. I don't know if you've noticed that, but Hank totally and Hank is very submissive and will absolutely take his dog Tylenol. But he knows when I'm coming for him. He sees the syringe and he's like, oh, fuck. Or he'll see me go to the cupboard. It's the only cupboard. <laughs> the only reason I ever opened it is for dog Tylenol. It's the evil cupboard. Yeah, it needs to have treats in it, too, maybe. Like, oh, would that work? That's smart. He's really good about taking his medicine. Oh, he's that's so, good. He's so sweet. 
What a and good boy. Yeah, and like he has to take Benadryl sometimes and he gets it in a spoonful of peanut butter. And I think once out of like a hundred times he's rejected it. So I just, I've lucked out with Hank in so many ways. It's like, it's incredible. Especially being an, the only person that has to like administer things. Autumn's favorite thing is Dorito dust. So I am thinking about <laughs> seeing if I can like sleek, slick, uh, sneak her kind of like the one that's in a pill that you break into like Dorito dust. Oh, man. Oh, that might be the only way in. I don't know. I just imagined you buying like a big like party size bag of Doritos, putting it in a blender, dry and just like stocking up, having like a canister of just like, oh, this is my Dorito dust. No, I'm going to put a bag of Doritos like on a piece of wood and then chop it oh. with an axe. And it keeps making smaller and smaller bags until. <laughs> yeah, until there's thick dust. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Thanks. You like there's so much. Now you're a, a Dorito lumberjack, too. Like there's so many talents. Already Not everyone can do it all, but I can. So <laughs> just, that's so true. Yeah, it's it's honestly like it's making me think of all the things that I can do. So yeah, lean in, both of you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. I will literally. I've been meaning in. to. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um, Alicia, who is your puppy? Thanks, my puppy. Very good boy. I love him. I love him so much. And uh, his hair right now is so cute. And he looks like a puppy. And uh, today he French kissed our neighbor. It was really <gasps> funny. Like he doesn't do it with That's me, so cute. But he will like totally try to get his tongue into someone's mouth once in a while. It's so I funny. love when an animal is a flirt with like everyone but the owner. I find that yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah. And that's great. Like Hank is like the best I can't believe he's going to be six in October. <sighs> Holy shit. Yeah. And my neighbor, Kim, is looking for a, a puppy. And she was like giving Hank some special attention. And he uh, he adores women. And he leaned up and he completely French kissed her. And it's very cute, too, because he's so dark. His fur is so black and his tongue is so pink. It's just very cute. <laughs> it's so cute. And gross. so cute. And he's not a particularly gross dog. Like, so my last dog would eat more garbage and stuff. Yeah, and he's not like, like a diaper eater in the same way. He's not a diaper way. eater. He might if he had an opportunity, but I don't But think he's so. like, he's pretty clean. Like, he's not like slobbery. He's not stinky. Like, he has, he has French kissed me before. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're a favorite. Multiple times. And it's like, it when it happens, it's just sort of like, that's my fault for not realizing. <laughs> See, oh my yeah. I hope it's I get like, to visit the Hank kissing booth. You really can't blame him. <laughs> it's like, it's more just like, that was a failing on my behalf. And uh, I'm also flattered. So thank and you. And plus, like, Kim was bent over. Oh. So he had access because he's not tall. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You have to like, really get close to his face. It happens when I'm, like, sitting happen. on the ground with him. And then he'll, yeah. like, climb up. And I should know it's coming then. And I'm just like distracted by all the beautiful fur you should hang out by our building's new intercom <laughs> where everybody's yeah. bending down yeah. you could kiss yeah. so many people that a way a little glory hole for kisses <laughs> that's what it is it could be yeah. hank's kissing booth french kissing glory hole oh la la jessica who's your puppo uh my puppo of the week is a big puppo life update uh listeners will remember that a couple years ago i think it was almost exactly two years ago the kitten that jay and i were fostering midnight midnight went to her forever home with jay's brother and his family and they now have a sibling for her in the form of a dog named princess so uh, cute <laughs> that they adopted from mexico as with midnight 
princess is just the name she was given at the rescue and well it was like princessa and then they anglicized it to princess and they're just keeping it like midnight was the name she came with from the rescue and they're like yep that's that's her name uh so she's about two and she's smooth and mostly uh she's smooth she's lubed up she's real slippery um she, she's like a uh, a medium large sized dog sort of blondish with some like beautiful hazel eyes uh she's got like an expressive face is she, she leggy nice is she a leggy blonde she's leggy yeah she's she's a leggy blonde um she's lean uh and she's uh she's just settling in with the with the family they've uh i got to meet her and it was very magical and yeah just a uh, overabundance of puppos, like getting to hang out with Hannah for the last three weekends has been lovely. Like being able to like reallocate things that she's getting rid of. Like she got rid of a bunch of board games and a, a small ukulele. And so I gave those to Jay and Maya's nephew. Like, and now and he's like Ew. playing this little small ukulele and there's this dog. And then we got to see Midnight too. Uh, and uh, Midnight is the boss of Princess but they're becoming friends and it's quite sweet. The way you've described princess, I completely picture princess Diana. Yeah. Oh, you should put little bicycle shorts on her. Yeah. She like, she won't make eye contact. (laughs) She's just always sort of looking off to the side, but like very stylish. Um, (laughs) Honestly, you're not wrong. Like kind of angular (laughs) in that same way. But uh, yeah, it's, we only briefly got to like say hi. So again, I hope this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Also, my friend Regan gave me like a two kilogram bag of pistachios. This Whoa. Week. So like, yeah. Getting to hang out with her. I hadn't seen her in so long. Getting to go for a walk. And then like we hang out afterwards. She was like, oh, I keep forgetting. And she's just like, I have this gift for you and this gift. Like, because we hadn't seen each other. And she just kept being like, oh, I picked this up. And this made me think of you. And I was just like, it's the best fucking weekend of my life. I feel like you're really flaunting your nut wealth in this episode. I am a hoarder <laughs> of nut. Uh privilege and i i do apologize but just know that um i'm using it to uh against my better judgment to make my body retain the most water (laughs) uh by just eating pistachios way too many pistachios okay and that brings us to the end of the podcast uh sonera if people want to follow you online and see all your amazing outfits and your makeup looks and your beautiful accessories and just everything that you do. Where can people do that? Um, I am on Instagram. I'm at Sonera G. So C-Y-N-A-R-A-G-E-E. And then I'm also on TikTok now. And I do and I do some outfits on TikTok. um, So you can like actually see me move in things if you like. If you like if you like to watch this body move. Find me on TikTok. Um, I'm 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 professional guest star on TikTok. <laughs> is that so. what you, is that your? That's handle? my name. Yeah. Okay, I love cool. it. Cool. You got some good moves. Thanks, yeah. Jessica. Yes, if people want to follow us on Patreon, is that a thing that if people want to support us on Patreon, they can Patreon.com slash retail nightmares there's all sorts of fun stuff up there Sonera, do you have a photo of the face on your on your social media have you posted it i don't think i have but i can i can 
Okay, because I was gonna yeah. say I can post a picture. I have it. There. I have a picture of it. I can just send it to you. That's I right. Some, I, 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 I think I have a photo. I think you posted it like in your stories. Or yes, something. I did. I did. Yeah. And I may have screenshotted it. Sharon, to the show. face of Sharon. Yeah, the face of Sharon, <laughs> who also I'm gonna start praising. Um, if you want a tote bag or some other merch, you can visit our merch store, uh, retailnightmares.bigcartel.com, and I'll mail it to you. That's exciting. Getting things in the mail always exciting. Alicia, if people want to buy your book, where can they do that? They can buy it at Arsenal Pulp Press. Um, great publisher. Love them. And uh, yeah, just buy it and uh, shred it. Um, oh. <laughs> just kidding. Please don't only, do that. Only so you can buy another one immediately. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they expire. They do expire. Yeah, mm-hmm. buy one for oh, your it abs. Has expired. <laughs> buy one for your abs to get shredded and then just buy another one as and then well. They- also, if you want to shred it and put it in whatever milk of your choice, it's great. Like a shredded. Yeah. A shredded. It's like the coffee cup. The longer you hold it, the closer it is to decomposing. That's, yeah. It's like a protein powder for feelings. If you shred mm, it and put it in soul. your. Yeah. Like yeah. gets your feelings jacked. Yeah. Soul protein. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jacked feelings. That sounds nice. Mm, who's he? Uh, or if people want to follow you online. That's Twitter, I guess. Twitter. Twitter. I I love your Twitter, Alicia. It's like my favorite Twitter. Thanks. I was thinking about starting a TikTok just for refinishing desks. (laughs) (laughs) You will find your people there. There are so many desk refinishers. Follow your heart. Somebody, a very sweet person, sent me an Instagram profile saying, I think that you'll like what she does. But what she does is she takes mid-century furniture and fat paints it. And like chalk paints it, and I was like, "That's the opposite of what I like." This is upsetting <laughs> for me, but <laughs> it is like it is is not without its value. It's just not what I enjoy watching. Yeah, and uh, I felt like a real fucking snob. Okay, Sonara, I hope to see you in real life ASAP. I can bike over to your house, do donuts in front of your house, sing songs to you. I want to try your new couch out. I want you to come over try my new couch out when it arrives sometime in twenty twenty three. Um. Oh my just God, can we do a open? Christmas couch swap like the holiday? Oh, just with our couches? Just with our couches? Let's like think about it. Secret Santa of uh, farting on couches? <laughs> I don't yeah, know how I that would it. work. Oh, yeah, uh, like we'll hide farts in it. I think we would, would be able to like, figure it out between Advent, the two of us. Fart, like you a fart. To, to guess whose fart is. <laughs> who got... Oh, I know who this is. Fart in a jar. Who knows? Mm. Um, thank you to all our listeners. We love you so much. Um, fart in a jar. Yep. We'd love to smell it. <laughs> yeah. Bye. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl.